Hey everybody, this is Karis Frigi, and this is a daily devotional podcast where I will read a portion of scripture, a new one every day, and then share some thoughts that I've written on it. I hope it encourages you. Good morning, everyone. Today is May 26th, and so we're going to read Proverbs 26 in the ESV and then in the Passion Translation. Verse 1 says, Like snow in summer or rain in harvest, so honor is not fitting for a fool. Like a sparrow in its flitting and like a swallow in its flying, a curse that is causeless does not alight. A whip for the horse, a bridle for the donkey, and a rod for the back of fools. Answer not a fool according to his folly, lest you be like him. Answer a fool according to his folly, lest he be wise in his own eyes. Whoever sends a message by the hand of a fool cuts off his own feet and drinks violence. Like a lame man's legs which hang useless is a proverb in the mouth of fools. Like one who binds the stone in the sling is one who gives honor to a fool. Like a thorn that goes up into the hand of a drunkard is a proverb in the mouth of fools. Like an archer who wounds everyone is one who hires a passing fool or drunkard. Like a dog that returns to his vomit is a fool who repeats his folly. Do you see a man who is wise in his own eyes? There is more hope for a fool than for him. The sluggard says there's a lion in the road and there's a lion in the streets. As a door turns on its hinges, so does a sluggard on his bed. The sluggard buries his hand in the dish. It wearies him to bring it back to his mouth. The sluggard is wiser in his own eyes than seven men who can answer sensibly. Whoever meddles in a quarrel not his own is like one who takes a passing dog by the ears. Like a madman who throws firebrands, arrows, and death is the man who deceives his neighbor and says, I'm only joking. For lack of wood, the fire goes out, and where there is no whisperer, quarreling ceases. As charcoal to hot embers and wood to fire, so is a quarrelsome man for kindling strife. The words of a whisperer are like delicious morsels. They go down into the inner parts of the body. Like the glaze covering an earthen vessel are fervent lips with an evil heart. Whoever hates disguises himself with his lips and harbors deceit in his heart. When he speaks graciously, believe him not, for there are seven abominations in his heart. Though his hatred be covered with deception, his wickedness will be exposed in the assembly. Whoever digs a pit will fall into it, and a stone will come back on him who starts its rolling. A lying tongue hates its victims, and a flattering mouth works ruin. And then the saved proverb in the Passion Translation says, It is totally out of place to promote and honor a fool, just like it's out of place to have snow in the summer and rain at harvest time. An undeserved curse will be powerless to harm you. It may flutter over you like a bird, but it will find no place to land. Guide a horse with a whip, direct a donkey with a bridle, and lead a rebellious fool with a beating on his backside. Don't respond to the words of a fool with more foolish words, or you will become as foolish as he is. Instead, if you're asked a silly question, answer it with words of wisdom so the fool doesn't think he's so clever. If you choose a fool to represent you, you're asking for trouble. It will be as bad for you as cutting off your own feet. You can never trust the words of a fool, just like a crippled man can't trust his legs to support him. Give honor to a fool and watch it backfire like a stone tied to a slingshot. The statements of a fool will hurt others like a thorn bush brandished by a drunk. Like a reckless archer shooting arrows at random is the impatient employer who hires just any fool who comes along. Someone's going to get hurt. 
Fools are famous for repeating their errors like dogs are known to return to their vomit. There's only one thing worse than a fool, and that's the smug, conceited man always in love with his own opinions. The lazy loafer says, I can't go out and look for a job. There may be a lion out there roaming wild in the streets. As a door is hinged to the wall, so the lazy man keeps turning over hinged to his bed. There are some people so lazy they won't even work to feed themselves. A self-righteous person is convinced he's smarter than seven wise counselors who tell him the truth. It's better to grab a mad dog by its ears than to meddle and interfere in a quarrel that's none of your business. The one who is caught lying to his friend and says, I didn't mean it, I was only joking, can be compared to a madman randomly shooting off deadly weapons. It takes fuel to have a fire. A fire dies down when you run out of fuel, and so quarrels disappear when the gossip ends. Add fuel to the fire, and the blaze goes on. So, add an argumentative man to the mix, and you'll keep strife alive. Gossip is so delicious, and how we love to swallow it, for slander is easily absorbed into our innermost being. Smooth talk can hide a corrupt heart, just like a pretty glaze covers a cheap clay pot. Kind words can be a cover to conceal hatred of others, for hypocrisy loves to hide behind flattery. So don't be drawn in by the hypocrite, for his gracious speech is a charade, nothing but a masquerade covering his hatred and evil on parade. Don't worry, he can't keep the mask on for long. One day, his hypocrisy will be exposed before all the world. Go ahead, set a trap for others, and then watch as it snaps back on you. Start a landslide and you'll be the one who gets crushed. Hatred is the root of slander and insecurity, the root of flattery. As I was reading this proverb in Proverb 26 in the ESV, it says, For lack of wood, the fire goes out and where there is no whisper, quarreling ceases. As charcoal to hot embers and wood to fire, so is a quarrelsome man for kindling strife. The words of a whisperer are like delicious morsels. They go down into the inner parts of the body. Whoever hates disguises himself with his lips and harbors deceit in his heart. And then finally, a lying tongue hates its victims and a flattering mouth works ruin. Now, as I read this, I thought about how John, the beloved disciple, writes in a letter later in the New Testament that tells its readers to measure their true love for God by their ability to love others well. It is impossible to say that we love Jesus and then spend hours using those same words to cut others down, people made in his image. These verses in Proverbs about lying and gossip, strife and hatred and flattery are wonderfully grounding. It is so tempting sometimes to get caught in a supernatural orbit of thought that lifts your heart right out of the normal rub of everydayness, but that's not where faith is lived out to its greatest extent. The lofty ideas and the glorious feelings are pulled back to earth by our daily interactions with the people that God has intentionally surrounded us with for our growth and for our good. He wisely puts us into families and into friendships and into communities where we find the inescapable fact of our own lack of love on the right and the left. And in that tension, we either lean into his heart for people or we stagnate our own growth and deny his affection. He wants to love through you today. The one person that you feel least equipped to love, he is highlighting. The one relationship that causes you the most annoyance and irritation might be where the rubber of your discipleship to Jesus meets the road. Don't resist him. Don't try and act like you love God if you can't stand someone else. 
Jesus even encouraged his disciples to leave whatever gift of worship they brought to the temple and run to make amends with their friends. Peter urges us to get rid of all bitterness, malice, envy, and to crave pure spiritual milk like God's nourishing love and a hearty hope for others around us. Be loved and then love well. It's the inflow and outflow of a healthy heart. Whatever hinders love, pour out to Jesus and ask him for his love. Many waters cannot quench that love. Neither can the flood destroy it. His love is strong enough for our weak one, and he is ready to share it with us. Hey, thanks so much for listening today. I think as I was reading this and reflecting on my own relationships and tendency to, I can wake up and have an amazing time reading on my own and feeling so refreshed and then I walk out and have to deal with other people, sometimes very little people, and right away I am triggered to either be annoyed or irritated or to have a thought of jealousy or comparison with someone else. And it's just amazing how quickly whatever I have felt with the Lord, whatever connection I've had with Him is threatened when I go out and can't love the people that he's placed around me. And I found in a hard season of my life that sometimes when the Lord has been quiet, he's used other people to love me well, and they've become Jesus to me. And it puts the fear of God in me that the way that I treat them, the way I interact with them, it's like what Jesus said, that whatever you do for the least of these, you've done unto me. And so let that thought just um, simmer in your heart today as you consider relationships, even the, the most difficult ones, and think about how do I love them like Jesus would have me love them, and then ask him, especially if someone's really hard, Lord, how do you see this person, and how can I love them as if it were you, and how can I serve them as if it were you? I think that changes the whole game for us. If we want to say that we love God, we have to also say that we love others. That's in 1 John. Um, I hope you have a wonderful day. We'll be back here tomorrow with Proverbs chapter 27. Thank you.